Welcome back to the JJK Chronicles of Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen Podcast. I'm your host, Ronnie. It's your boy, Chip. And we are here today to cover Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen, Season 1, Episode 7, Assault. Assault? Assault. Why'd you say it like that? Assault? Yeah. How do you say it? Assault. Assault? Hmm. Like a salt, kind of like you're putting a salt on your Yeah, but there's a, U, there's a U in there. Assault? But it's assault. Assault. Okay. Like a vault? You know how that U works? You're saying assault. 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 Okay. All right. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm enjoying life. How about you? It's another beautiful day out. Um, I'm enjoying life as well. You know, it's been a pretty good week. Can't complain about the week. And you still see that you love those uh, JoJo stickers so much, they're exactly where you left them. Well, they're in a little circular pile right now. I was going to put them all over this table, but I want to save it for when we get um, our studio officially set up so I can put them, you know, in sporadic places. We can take pictures, maybe even videos. Yeah. You know, people buy sometimes memorabilia. Instead, we're going to have a studio decorated purely in stickers. Yeah. It's not going to look tacky at all. It's going to look very professionally done. What do you say we get into this episode right here? I want to buy some figurines, too. It's Gojo vs. Jogo. What did you think? I liked it. I don't like the name. I don't like Jogo at all. That name is stupid. I call him Brocano, but... Yeah, and I'll go ahead and say this right now. In my notes, I call him Brocano a lot because Gojo, Jogo, it's just confusing. It's not working. It's not going to feel good on your ears if I say it a bunch. And we just like calling this guy Brocano, so get ready for that. We pick up where we left off last episode. Assistant to the manager lets Gojo out in the middle of the road and drives off. God, he's such a bitch. The note I have right here is he is such a bitch. I know. Like, we saw him be a bitch last episode. We don't need to see it again. We know. There's no reason to be like, oh, last time, assistant to the manager was a bitch. Yeah. Into this episode. Like, we already know. It just gets my blood boiling. And Gojo, he's feeling something in the air tonight. There's a beautiful moon out this evening. It's a lovely night, it feels like. And it's not long until Brocano, also known as Jogo, like I said, attacks from above, easily dodged by Gojo right off the bat. Brocano then throws a volcano onto the side of the wall. And you know, it's not until I saw it that I realized volcano sideways, let's be honest, they kind of look like a boob with some pepperoni nipples. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I've not seen many of those in my life. Usually it's on the, the World Wide Web if I've ever seen them, not in you, person. because You talking whole uh, boob or pepperoni nipples? Pepperoni nipples. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, whole boob. Oh, whole boob? Well. Um, speaking of boob, I'll never forget. This is, this is such a great question. I'm excited to hear your answer. Okay. You know, um, sprouting young man. Thank you. You start noticing changes in your body. You get a little curious. You're on the computer, and um, what is the first like web like? What is the first thing you typed? Bigboobs.com. You typed in. See, that says so much about you. The fact that you put the big in front of it. I just went boobs.com. The fact that you went bigboobs.com is so chat. Okay, quick quick story time. One of our good buddies from back in the day. Mm-hmm. I had him over. We were in the second grade. Okay, um, which is I'll say this. <laughs> So young. <laughs> Good God, so I young. I was approximately seven. I had been researching this this type of things for 
I a while it. now. I was in sixth grade. So young to be in second grade. Good God. And I had told my buddy on the playground, I was like, dude, when we get home, I have got to show you this. This is an immaculate. And you were just poisoning our little friend. Like, I was. He was not ready for this in second grade either. I was poisoned as well, though. It's the cycle of poison. But I take him home. We're having a good time. We're like throwing, you know, baseball around or something and then i'm like dude let's go inside let's go upstairs to the computer i've got something awesome to show you so we like run up there being all sneaky and i was like all right we're gonna pull up this uh it was called he's like uh computer game it was called elf bowling and i was like all right we're gonna have elf bowling up on this dell uh pc that i love elf bowling it's like we're gonna play elf bowling if my mom or dad come up the stairs we can just switch over to this real quick but switch like, over okay. to what? We're playing elf bowling. And so I pull up Internet Explorer that takes uh, dial-up internet mm-hmm. from, you know, the telephone. Thank God no one was on the phone. Type in bigboobs.com and, of course, so aggressive. get an image up, which is pretty crazy at that age. <laughs> Second grade, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. And he was even like, dude, this is awesome. Like, he was like, wow, you were right. I think you were making that up. I think he was like, I'd, I'd really like to go back to elf bowling now. And then I hear my mom walking up the steps. And I'm like, oh, no, no. So I click on um, elf bowling. I was like, oh, I'll easily just click back to elf bowling. The computer freezes because it's dial-up internet. Mm-hmm. I'm panicking now. I'm freaking out. She's about halfway up the stairs. I click the monitor screen i just turn off the monitor screen and i'm just like "Eh, we're not doing anything and she walks in the door and she realizes how sketchy i'm being because i'm seven turns on the computer screen sees the big boobs and i just started crying and instantly told on my older cousin that told me to look it up oh man it was such a mess man i had to apologize to his parent my seven-year-old self had to apologize to my friend's parents that i showed him big boobs she tainted their young boy i know and they were some decent, they weren't, wasn't good enough breasts to be in trouble over them, I'll be honest. Really? Because? They are a little saggy. They were big, but they were a little saggy. Wow. Well, that's what you get when you type in bigboobs.com. So, the volcano tit erupts, seemingly catching Gojo right up in the middle of it. Uh, Brocano is already celebrating how easy this was until the smoke clears. I love boobs. And we see Gojo appearing behind a curtain of, like, lava. It seems like a ball of lava. As he's saying, who you calling easy? Yeah, how did he not die right here? Do you know? It's just, uh, he made, like, a a little room. A little safe room. And the lava just went around it. It's very skilled. Gojo realizes that he's dealing with a cursed spirit, but he can communicate easily. He realizes that so he's, he's not used to this, right? That's what he's saying, kind of. Yeah, he's kind of caught off guard by how well it's able to communicate. He realizes that he is more than likely an unregistered special grade, and at the moment is probably stronger than Sukuna. So that kind of gives you a feel for because you know Sukuna at this point what he's uh, ate three fingers at the moment. Itadori's had three fingers. Yeah. Three phalanges. They um, had one back at Jiu-Jitsu High. We had the initial phalange, and then a third one that Sukuna ate himself because he got from the special grade. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm keeping up with that right. Ew, ate his own finger. Yep, we gotta, we're got we on phalange watch. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. 
Meanwhile, Brocano is turning his ear as if he's looking for the version of an AM radio station that isn't overwhelmingly static. Did you see that? How he like had the little knobs on his He ear does, he's yeah. Like, he's like tuning in. Kind of weird. Thanks for giving me something with that. I thought you had like a, a radio joke you wanted to go nah, for. Nah, I was just looking up boobs when I was younger. What kind of uh, circumference are you working in the nibble the nipple department? My nipple or... Yeah, because we were talking about pepperoni nipples, which obviously pretty big circumference, and you know anyone who's got some pepper, okay, just yeah, pull your shirt up. I'll take a look uh, at that. That's a, they're pretty decently sized. Listen, um, it's got some hair around them. That's well, don't you know? Don't make it like that. But that is a. I gotta be honest. That's a nice looking nipple. It's pretty. Yeah, it's a pretty average size. You'd say, right? Yeah. Thank you. That's a very average nipple. Congratulations. Here, here's the left one, too. I don't know. If... You don't have to show me the left okay. one. I saw the right one, and I felt like that was... Well, some it... people's nipples aren't equal. And I feel bad for those people. Gojo gives us a great bit of information as he speaks out loud, saying, Special grades are ranked in such a way because they are special. Dude, I learned so much from this guy. Which I felt like that should have been in episode three. That would have cleared up so much stuff. If we had just known that special grades were called that because they are special, but anyway. So here's the thing, though. We already talked about how the first special grade they encountered was couldn't speak or anything like that, and Sukuna just ripped the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. So these guys really need to be classified something else. Brocano and yeah. Sukuna, they need to be something else. And I don't. The way Gojo's talking about it, I guess this is almost like a newer, like there's a there's a new curse on the scene. And he's like, yeah, he can tell it's special grade, but the fact it's communicating and mm-hmm. stronger, he's like, oh shit. Exactly. So they need to call it, let's call it special grade. Let's call it super special grade. Super special. Oh dude, that's we got sick. A, we got a double S grade. An SS grade. SS grade. Really, there's many ways we can go with it. It's kind of however we're feeling. Double SG? Double SG. Look at that. So they've been to, they, all right, okay. Get a sip there. Some more Celsius. What kind of flavor are we sipping on today? It is the grapefruit melon. It's the same one as last time. Okay. Got it from my mom. Maybe mix it up a little bit. They, uh, oh, she's on that Celsius game, huh? She had them in the fridge, and she never drank them, so I just took them. I'm glad to see that she's back. I've been worried about her. They banter a bit back and forth. Gojo cracks his knuckles as he smiles and says he's starting to have some fun. And it seems as if we have a duel on our hands, so strap it on, ladies and gents. Old-fashioned deal. We go to the OP, we come out of the OP. Panda! Don't do that. And Gojo questions momentarily why the curse chose a place without people. But he's, he's a nice curse. Mm-hmm, he soon realizes, not so fast, Chadley. Oh. It's because he was avoiding other sorcerers coming back to back Gojo up. Because, you know, sorcerers, they gotta stick together. And even though... <sighs> Brocano, man. This is Gojo you're talking about, though. Even though from, if you look at Jujutsu High, so far all we've seen is maybe like, I feel like they have a total of 10 students and yeah. three teachers, what I can imagine. I guess Jujutsu sorcerers are everywhere, and they're always helping each other out. Jo- or Brocano sends a bunch of ember insects towards Gojo, who couldn't be less bothered as he holds up two fingers while still talking and defending the attack. Yeah, I, Gojo is just, he's so swaggy. That's he, all I call him, got, swaggy. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
he's not even it's not that he's just like Mr. Fundamentals and got to this point in the game because he's just sound technique and everything. He's got some pizzazz as well. Mm-hmm. One insect comes just inches away from him and he asks what would happen if it touched him. And he it does end up not being such a bad attack though because the insects start to screech and explode right next to Gojo. He's impressed by the two-stage attack but still somehow manages to escape unharmed. This right here is the classic, you know, uh, I was one hell of a dodgeball player in my time. Were you? You do the classic throw it up, make someone think they got an easy catch, and then you just nail Nail them right in the gut. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You got to be careful with that. If you throw it up, you nail them in the gut, and Mm -hmm. their buddy comes over and then catches your easy throw up, you're out. I've got such a, uh, a good peripheral vision. Okay. That I know how much, you know, I can analyze what speed the other team's moving at. I Come on, don't insult me like that. Here's the thing, though. I I had that trick pulled on me a couple times, you know, being the master Chad I was. I would, I would look up in the sky like I'm going to catch that one, instantly look down, catch their fastball, catch the other one one-handed. Mm-hmm. So I caught both their balls. They're out twice. I mean, it was a simple... Really a simple trick that I the pulled. The coolest thing my high school ever did was for, so I think it was for like a, uh, a charity or a fundraising purpose. They held a uh, dodgeball tournament where you had to pay a certain amount and then you got to be on your grades team. And then they, they brought the entire school and packed the bleachers like as if it was a pep rally and we played dodgeball. That's pretty dope. Yeah. my uh, I believe we were seniors at the time. My team won. You know, everyone, I believe at one point the whole crowd was chanting Ronnie, Ronnie, but I was so in the moment, I honestly couldn't be bothered to, adrenaline was going, so. God, I was big man on campus. (laughs) Huh? I didn't have anything to say to You looked at me like I had something to say Yeah, because I set you up for a... uh, A what? A fat joke, but you... you, Oh, I I wasn't even thinking about that. I would never say such a thing. I appreciate it. Gojo, I mean, it literally feels like he transported up the side of a cliff when this happened. Did you notice that? Yeah, I'm yeah. always, I still can't tell. I'm always making the joke. I don't know if these people can actually. He's got teleport. to, right? Well, and actually we see later, we'll get ahead of ourselves mm-hmm. a little bit. He straight up teleports. He straight up does. Um, still, And it still hasn't really shown us, has it? Yeah, at this point it had, I don't that's the thing with anime. I don't know when they're trying to make a point that people are moving quickly or when they're straight up teleporting. But a lot straight of people up. in this show just straight up or apparate, if you know. They you, straight you, up do it. Harry, yeah. Harry Potter world. Well, don't know that because I'm not a nerd. Up here waiting for him is uh, Brocano who charges, throwing a fireball that takes off Gojo's head. Brocano Ooh. follows it up with some more cursed energy that leaves only a cloud of smoke. Gojo, he's fucking dead. He's died. I know. That was a good fight that he pulled, but... Brocano claims he was just as weak as the rest as he starts to walk away, but he doesn't get far when Gojo reappears behind him saying, didn't we just go over this? And now Brocano, he's a little shook. He is. Um, he so was up. I. You were shook too when he pulled yeah. a Michael Jackson on him? So I was shook because I was like, all right, how good can this Gojo guy really be? I need some explanation. And thank, I'm thankful for the show. They provided me with some. They kind of explained it. Because um, it, it gets a little complex, but thank God Ronnie and Chad are here to break it down for everyone. You're welcome, guys. 
Brocano says it was different the second time. He was sure that he touched and killed Gojo. But Gojo claims all he did was touch the infinity that exists Ooh. between the two of them. Hey, Ronnie, do you know what infinity means? Goes on forever. That's right. Thanks for making sure I was clear on the definition. <laughs> Gojo requests for him to put his hand out, and after some convincing, Brocano does so. But That was pretty cool. Dude, it gets sexual here. Oh, yes, it does. Uh, you know, his hand stops right before they give each other an epic high five, because it turns out he can't actually touch him. Gojo it's says he's... Epic. I called it epic homo fashion, and I think it's pretty damn beautiful. What? What Brocano's wearing? What do you mean? No, no, no. The the hands touching. Well, you're getting a little ahead of yourself. You're eager, and honestly, sometimes I get mad when you get ahead of yourself. I don't blame you, because this is full of Thank sexual you. tension. But just, like, hold your horses a second, okay? EHF. So... Gojo says he's not exactly stopped, but the closer you get, the slower you go. But then, ready? Gojo, obviously having the power here, says, we could just shake hands like this, you know, as their fingertips meet. Start off with a little fingertip meeting. And maybe it's the moonlight, but I said right here, you've already kind of talked about it, this is some of the sexiest finger-touching I've ever seen. It's so delicate. It, It does. I was hoping that Gojo would give him a little smooch here. Just mm-hmm. so you know. It's not rough. And Brocano is trying to pull out of all this. You know. God, it'd be hard to pull out of Gojo. <laughs> but Gojo's sweet loving keeps him right there. Gojo says something along the lines of, Stop resisting. You're making me embarrassed too. Whoa. <laughs> As now the fingers start to intertwine, which had me so oh. flustered that I paused the show as I googled for holding hands near me. I think this is a business we should start up. I spent way too long thinking about this. Let me run it by you, okay? Well, no one wants to touch those stubby well, fingers. Me, it's, oh, okay. it's a business, okay? Oh, it's business. not just for me. Because okay. it didn't say. exist. I looked up holding hands near me. Nothing popped up. It's essentially just a cuddling service. All right? It's Ronnie and Chad's cuddling service. Nothing too creepy, but if someone needs to be hugged or have a hand held or two, they come to Ronnie and Chaz and we provide that service. Here's the thing. It sounds creepy. What I said, I specifically said it's not creepy. Well, you got to make sure you put that in the description, right? Yeah, at the exactly. Front. I would say, and it, it would say, "Come to Ronnie and Chad's cuddling service." Uh, first of all, it's not creepy, and then second of that, all, perfect. Second of all, need a handheld? Need a hug? Come on down. We'll provide it for you. And then at the end, it's just totally not creepy, right? What do you think our rates would be? Bre- break down the rates for me. Yeah, and then at the end, it would say, seriously, not creepy. I feel like the rates, to be able to cuddle with you, the rates definitely go up there. Cuddling with me. Oh, you're saying like I'm a I'm an expensive cuddler because you're an everyone, expensive cuddler. everyone wants to cuddle with Ronnie. Yeah, you're, you're, so well, you're more warm. You've got a little more, uh, I guess, I've, cushion. I've got the, v, I'm the VIP cuddle experience. Yes. And then when people want their hand held by, you know, a massive exterior, uh, alien-like finger uh what else how else do you call right we've seen what do you call extraterrestrial extraterrestrial just massive just double jointed freak of a person coochie cutters Mm -hmm. you go for these guys right here right that would be the vip for those and if you're into more of like a nubby you know kind of 
humid, sweaty hand experience, then you come back to Ronnie. Yes. Someone that gets nervous just at every oh, little so thing. so nervous. It didn't... How many... But what would we call them? Patients. How many patrons would we have to see before I stopped getting nervous? I don't think it would ever stop. All right, so that's coming soon. Just be on the lookout for that. Brocano, clearly frustrated in his sexuality, yells, Damn you! And Gojo, not appreciating that he ruined the moment, gives him a good old gut punch. He's just got like the biggest heart on. I just like to imagine he's got the biggest heart on. That's why he says, Damn you. And then Oh, Gojo's- that's what I'm saying. He was flustered. He was like. Gojo punches him right in the wiener. He didn't want to feel the way he was feeling, but let's be honest, Gojo's got a way that I think would affect anyone. He is. I'm not sexually attracted to Gojo, but I'm not (laughs) saying that I'm not. (laughs) You say that now. Wait a few minutes, all right? And I'm going to check your temperature on that again. Gojo continues holding his hand right after he punched him. And Brocano notes how this punch is more than just cursed energy. Like, this Gojo guy, he's fit. He's got some serious power behind his beatings. And he finally lets him go, and he hits so hard. He hits him so hard that it knocks him straight off the cliff. Gojo says, infinity exists everywhere. My, jiu-jits- my jiu-jitsu just brings it forward in reality. As he holds one finger, and good lord, did you notice the size of this man's phalange? Uh, it looks like mine. Yeah, it's a long finger. Thank you. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about Gojo. If Itadori had to eat that thing, he could make three a three-course meal out of it. That's how big mm-hmm. of a finger we're talking. Dang, I'd probably do some damage inside someone. Okay, don't say that. Gojo then performs a cursed reversal technique called Red. As you're never going to guess this, a red ball no. of energy forms around his finger and explodes towards Brocano, taking out wow. what appears to be like half a forest. It's like a Frieza technique. We start a foot race in the middle of said forest, and it's a real cat and mice situation. Gojo is just like three steps ahead of this guy at all times. Like It doesn't matter yeah. how fast Brocano runs, Gojo's in front of him, still just chilling. This guy was so cocky to begin with, and he's just getting his ass kicked right now. Eventually, he knocks him momentarily unconscious into a lake. And while knocked out, Jogo thinks back to his meeting in the diner with Ghetto, who told him that he will die if he tries to fight Gojo. Should have listened to your master, stupid. Brocano stands up, realizing that he needs a change of game plan. He looks around and eventually sees Gojo, returning to the scene either standing on the water with only a toe or just straight up floating on it. I think he's floating. I call it, he's floating within the infinite. The infinity is between him and the water, so he's floating on mm, the infinity. And floating on the infinity, which, okay, I also, we were talking about this the other day. We said if we, uh, we were just having a genuine conversation and we brought up, we actually said pickles on pizza. Oh, Lord. And we were like, that's going to be our band name. When, and what we do sort of like an alt-rock doctor's office yeah. kind of music that just keeps people, you know. Awake. Right. And, uh, well, possibly asleep, too. But now yeah. that you say it, a great first album name for P- or Pickles on Pizza, Floating on Infinity. 
Oh my gosh, dude! We gotta hurry up and trademark that yeah. before one of these listeners steals yeah, people it. People are gonna steal that. That is some good floating stuff. on infinity. Wow, that is gonna be my. What is it called? I mean, that's gonna be our band name too, but also probably my sexual stage name. And next up, for the male stripper, floating on infinity. Whoa! And then you just hear the crowd. Oh! Like, oh! Then I walk out there, and they all just get disappointed. And infinity is like this huge, huge dude. And then well, he's like, "Come nah. float on me!" And then it gets. Uh, then it just turns straight up into. I don't know about that. Well, you're the one that said it. You're the one floating on him. So we see that Gojo's holding a very concerned-looking Itadori. Brocano identifies him as Sukuna's vessel as Itadori is cr- <laughs> as Itadori my notes say creaming Mount Fuji. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It should oh, definitely be chanting. Chill out over there, bud. <laughs> Itadori is chanting Mount Fuji. His head <sighs> is Mount Fuji. Hey, are you okay over there? That Celsius getting now. to you? It, 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 yeah. Drinking it down the wrong pipe? I'm good. Everyone just keep in mind when you heard that can crack open. Let's see how long it takes to get to the bottom of this can. Guys, it doesn't matter that if it's 12 ounces, if it's 30 ounces, when you're enjoying a nice beverage, you take your time with it. Well, no, don't do that. So, it's not the the length of time. Okay, let me, let's pause, all right? Okay. Because this is my thing with you. It's not the length of time. For all I care, you could spend an hour and a half drinking it. It's the number of sips. Have you been counting over time? Because I feel like you exaggerate my sips when because there's no video. There's no video evidence. Well, we will eventually have video and it'll be seen. I work with you every day. You are a big sipper. I drink a lot of liquids. Yeah, and you sip them. No. You do you know that you you'll do like a? uh, I sip these, but not water. Not necessarily water. You'll like do a sip, put it down, pick it right back up, do a sip, put it down, and then you'll do another sip. You know you do that? I did not do that. Right. It's no evidence. Coming soon. Well, you guys will be able I, to yeah, I, I guess I do kind of do that. <laughs> so we cut I, back. That's what I did with, never mind. Yeah, don't say whatever you're getting ready to say. Cause I, Does it have something to do with me or my mother? I was going to say pussy juice. And I wish you wouldn't have said it. Moving on. We cut to a flashback where Gojo is... Yeah, I was going to talk about you sipping. uh, The last time I was over at your house, just a couple years ago, you would sip warm milk out of a microwave in a sippy cup. And it was so crazy. I'm not even... I I am so cherished that you remember... From just a few years ago. That memory when we were literally like five years old... And that was five such, years ago. Yeah, that was such a game changer for you that you remember it twenty years later. I think that's beautiful. Five. We were definitely at least ten at the time. <laughs> we uh, we cut to a flashback where Gojo is casually strolling into Itadori's movie right where he right when he's watching some Lord of the Rings. He's uh, let me guess, you haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I have. You've seen all three movies. Hobbit. Wrong. The Hoblet. Also wrong. The Hob, Hobbin. And also wrong. He's still holding Snotty Bear. Gojo is impressed at how quickly he's learned and tests him further by yelling out, Yuji! 
Itadori, Itadori. Is, is startled but keeps old Snotty Bear asleep, which only further impresses Gojo as he realizes that they will be able to increase the output the bear requires and moves on and move on to the next stage soon. Nice. So he's catching on quick. That's what movie watching does for you. You'd be he, really good at that. He announces a field trip to teach Yuji about the pinnacle of jiu-jitsu battles, domain expansion. And we cut back to the lake where after the initial mind blow of Volcano Man, Itadori is having a secondary mind blow due to the fact that he is standing on water and was at the school just 10 seconds ago. So this is it. Okay, so we know now. He yep. now runs at the speed of light. He doesn't teleport. He just runs mm-hmm. super fast. Nope. He says, Gojo casually says, oh, we warped here. Oh, shit. So teleporting's wrong. Speed of light's wrong. Whatever you said is wrong. It's warped. They're warping. And is warp a type of running? It's a type of teleportation. Or okay. Yeah. So they're not running. Brocano takes a moment to remember the very helpful advice that Ghetto gave him on steps to win the war. For anyone who does not remember these steps, we're here to remind you. Let's do they it. were essentially step number one, win the war. Yep. Step number two, Chad. Win the war. Thank you. He also thinks to himself that he can't kill Itadori because of their future goals. Whoa. That was just a quick little line in there, but that tells you something about uh, Brocano's whole gang. So I like this. Curse is teaming up with curses, which is super weird because... Actually, it's not super weird. What was it with the special grade curse from a few episodes ago that Sukuna like, tried to team up with him and it didn't want to? What was up with that? Uh, well, I think that whole thing was... Um... Sukuna was trying to be like, hey, you come with me. Let's leave this place and, and wreck it, shit. It and, couldn't leave. And that's there. when Sukuna was like, oh, yeah, you you curses don't like to leave where you formed or whatever. But obviously, these guys, whole other level. Gojo says not to worry about the boy. He's just teaching him lots of things. Just keep fighting. And how mad Tatakai. would you be if me and you were in the middle of the most genuine fight ever? Well, you were mad. I wasn't even that mad because, like you, like you're fighting as hard as you can, and then I call a timeout. Okay. Go grab a high school student, and when I return, I just go, "All right, now where were we?" <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, "What's up with the kid?" And you're just like, "Don't worry about him. He'll be fine. Just let." And I'd be like, "Oh, that's the significant other you've been talking about." So disrespectful. Brocano, Brocano doesn't understand how disrespectful this is, and instead, it's just like. You fool, this is going to slow you down. Which makes Gojo literally laugh out loud as he says, I'll be fine, you're weak. And then gives us an award-winning smile. What a smile. That was literally what my parents used to tell me back in the day. They'd be like, I'm fine, you're weak, whenever I would talk back Mm -hmm. to them. This makes uh, Brocano erupt all over the place. And, you know, I know you are pretty familiar with dudes erupting all over the place, but this was a first for me. I thought it was quite a display. Like Infinity. I know Infinity's always erupting all over the place. Floating on his As you're floating on him. On, on her. It's a chick. So he's totally pissed. A, chick. a storm is brewing. Itadori looks scared shitless as he's held on to the fact that Gojo called this guy weak. He's thinking, you know, he's way more monstrous than any of the monsters I've encountered so far. And he even includes the white chiseled ab monster man that had legs and thought 
or first he was like a merman, then he eventually had legs. And what? I thought that was disrespectful. That monster ripped pretty hard. Hamaji or whatever? No, the special grade curse. Oh, that, yeah. I don't know. Cut his arm off. Remember that one? I thought that was like one of the dopest looking curses we've seen. I know. Itadori's throwing that in right with uh, the freaking little troll green man that just used his fingernail to threaten a young boy's life. Remember that? Yeah, that one was messed up, dude. What a loser. He threw the white god oh monster god. into the same category. But Gojo, he's got a cool moment. He puts his hand on Yuji's head and tells him he is going to be fine. Just stay close to me. And I thought that was kind of cute. You know? I wish I had a father like Gojo. But wasn't that kind of cute? Yeah. Because, yeah, you, Gojo, we kind of see him as like this cocky, really skilled guy. But he did. He took... Itadori under his wing here is like, don't worry, buddy. Just stay close to me. I've got you. Aw. So Brokano uses his domain expansion, and it's really cool animation here. I'm very excited to see all the different yeah. domains. I'm glad Mappa decided to put all that effort into Attack right. on Titan. And you're doing that thing again. Because I think they are all going to be super unique and allow for a lot of cool animation. I'm getting ready to call you out, okay? We're getting ready to do an experiment because I've noticed... You don't have a whole lot to say this episode. Okay. What I've noticed is your move has been a whole lot of... Uh, yeah. And uh, and then kind of saying what I'm saying. I'm getting ready to walk over and look at your notes for this episode. Okay. All right, let's see. I've got a lot. You might. Um, this is just a test. Let's see what we got. I'll scroll through episode seven. Yeah. It's decent, right? My main one that I have in all caps, the only one I have in all caps. It wasn't bad, folks. It was pretty good. Panda. Right. Yeah. The fact that, that one actually takes up seven that, rows. The fact that you still have to type that one out at this point seems a little ridiculous, but that one takes up seven rows. It's kind of what have you been saying those notes? Did you forget you had notes in front of you? No, I've been saying it. But my note here was, yeah, glad they uh, glad they used all that animation talent on Attack on Titan as well. All right. Fight scenes as well. What what did you think was weak in Attack on Titan? I didn't think Attack on Titan was necessarily weak, but you can tell that there was probably a little more effort put into this because this shit is insane and in a very good way. All right. So in this particular domain, they are uh, initially swallowed by darkness, then are surrounded by rock, and then lava comes shooting out of the walls and the ground begins to crack. Uh, Brocano introduces it as the Coffin of Iron Mountain. Yeah, that's, uh, I have on this one that that's just a super interesting name. I don't really like it. You don't like it? Break it down. What do you not like about it? Coffin. It's, it's, coffin. Coffin is cool. Coffin is cool, but mm-hmm. of the Iron Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, it just doesn't flow well. It's kind of like... They just need to make it flow better, like coffin of. Do you have a problem with the uh, element iron? Is that? What? Uh, yeah, I do you, actually. You got a problem with? The I iron? don't. I don't fucking iron clothes. It's not it's annoying. Like top ten elements or. No, dude. Do you, you know how many times I've ironed my shirt or my pants and pant in a lifetime? Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't iron either. Yeah, that's why I don't like I can it. Imagine ironing. Uh, the irony in that. What's on your phone? Someone just gave us a. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We got a new follower on the Twitter. Uh, do we? On Twitter.com. What's their name? 
Their name is Alex53111. Alex53110 is taken. (laughs) Shout out, Alex. Some of the lava flies that follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Chronic. We've introduced two new exciting segments this week. You know, Ronnie's rant of the day. What's the what? What's the name of your fucking Chaz's stupid love one? enchantment God. of the day? <laughs> this guy's gonna limp in with coffin of Iron Mountain. Bad name. My segment. Chad's love enchantment of the day it flows a lot better than coffin of the Iron Mountain. Coffin of the Iron Mountain. Crazy. What is this? A fucking nineteen thirties old folk country song? Still so crazy that your segment debuted an hour and a half after mine. Dude, I, all the DMs, uh, you guys, you can chill out with all the DMs that I got. Um, I actually didn't even know you were doing a segment. It's weird. I had no idea you were doing a segment that day. Mm-hmm. I just decided I had been in the works for weeks on a new segment. Right. And I was like, you know what? 6.30 p.m. on a Wednesday, whatever day it was, I'll, I'll do it. Right. I'll do it. Posted it, mm-hmm. and then I was like, wow, Ronnie did one a little bit earlier, but it's fine. Yeah, beat you to it, slowpoke. Some of the lava flies up to Itadori where he freaks out screaming, hot, hot, hot. And it makes me wonder, do you feel like, uh, and they might kind of talk about this a little bit later, did you feel like all this lava and stuff is real, or is it all part of an illusion and Yuji just interacted how anyone, or reacted how anyone initially would if they thought lava was falling on top of them? I think it kind of has to be real in some sense. Maybe not like the full realness of it. Like it's not just going to melt your face off, but it's... I feel like there has to be some sort of temperature there. Just because how else would his attack on Gojo kill Gojo without it being something like that? Well, like I think that he can still... That's where I'm confused. We'll go ahead and get into this. Or is it like a mix of cursed energy? uh, Gojo says something about how the environment enhances the cursed techniques that someone would be using. But... It was all like there was kind of a weird animation thing where like Gojo was standing when the floor cracked beneath him. It looks like his foot might have start slipping, but he just stood right in the same exact spot. So I can't. I don't know. Well, yeah, but that was because he was floating on infinity. That's true too. Gojo explains that this is what all the first years experienced at the juvenile detention center. Um, but that was an incomplete domain that hadn't been imbued with any cursed techni- techniques. If it had been a proper domain, they all would have died. And that was still just such a great day of school. Great second day of school. Don't remember that? Remember that awesome day? Do you, hey, do you remember it? That awesome day of school? Yeah, I remember it. And the assistant to the manager was just like, I'll refresh your memory because it doesn't seem like you remember. Oh, I remember the assistant to the manager. He fucking yeah, he sucked. He was like, all right, you guys go and handle that. I'm going to keep the car warm out here because Taylor Swift just dropped Taylor's version of Fearless. And I got to listen to it right now. Yep. And they were like, wait, is it new music? He's like, no, same exact songs, but it's Taylor's version. And they're like, who sang it before? And he went, Taylor. <laughs> but no, she's, you know, she's holding big music corporations by the balls and you got to respect her for it, but... The premise itself. Dude, you know what's kind of annoying right kind now is I wish I knew what you were talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Every, I don't. Listen, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Because here's the thing with Taylor. All right, go. What? Go, say it. Did you want me to say yeah, what I was going to say? I want say? you to listen. <sighs> I want you to fucking say it. <laughs> She's kind of a cunt. What, dude? 
You angry at that? Moving on. Before we come to fisticuffs. Surprised you didn't say, oh, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. No, that's literally the most basic joke you could have made. You you literally made that same exact joke yesterday. <laughs> Did I? Yes. What was the joke then? It was that. Well, was, but over what though? I said I said we we were at work. Okay. I said I don't know about you. We had another friend, Leonel, who was around, and you said you're feeling 22. That was good. Oh, that was a good joke, man. I forgot I made that. So, damn. It's kind of funny that you keep. Sometimes uh, my past self really just Taylor jokes. My past self really just surprises my. You have no self. You have no middle term memory whatsoever. What does that even mean? It means that for some reason you remember when I was five. My sweet mother used not, to. You were not five. Warm we up were one hundred percent at least thirteen. First I was ten. Now I'm thirteen. Your story's all over the place, man. But yet you don't remember what you said yesterday. And you're still drinking that Celsius, by the way. He's doing better keeping it quiet, but he's taken like 27 sips no. since the last time you guys saw it. And because I said it, he's going to try and make a point, do some can cracking right now. But I'll tell you one thing, we are moving on immediately. It's gluten-free. So anyway, Gojo does comment and say that he thinks Fushi did understand the situation back at the juvie school. And which Fushi is not in this episode, but after... Miss him. Okay, all right. I miss him too, and when he said that, I don't know what it was about this, I got to thinking, Fushi's your guy. You want my hot new theory on Fushi? What's, oh, I would actually love to hear this. This was such a serious theory that I got going on, I went back and rewatched parts of other episodes. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Wow, so you were into this. We haven't, whole, we haven't had a whole lot of theories thus far. I know you haven't provided any theories. <clears throat> I have not, you're right. Don't do that. Or else I'm not going to tell you my awesome theory. Fushi's not in this episode, but I have, like I said, formed an official prediction. We saw the young girl he was talking about, and he mentioned his... Beautiful lady. He mentioned his father, who named him not even knowing his gender. And I am... He's not a girl. So wait, 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 wait. That's not my theory. I am confident that most of Fushi's family could wield cursed energy. That's where I'm going to start. I like that. And that is why he's so far ahead of the first years. We've never really talked about that. Like, they're all in the same grade. Okay. And I guess I always just kind of assumed that he was an early enrollee or something like that. But his knowledge and familiarity with this world goes much deeper than that, don't he, you? So you're talking about, so ever since he's little, he's kind of already known about he's a lot of these things. He's just grown up around it. Yep. You know, his sister knew it. All right. And if I want to get real crazy on you, let me, right. let me pitch this one. Throw it at me. Remember in the... Now, this is just a theory, all right? Remember in the very first episode when okay. Fushi is looking for what turns out to be Sukuna's finger? Yeah. And at first he can't find it. He's around the high school and stuff. He makes a call. This is where I had to go back and do research. He makes a call, says to the wow, person on the deep. other line, it's not here. Yep, I remember that. We don't know who he's talking to. It's very possible that it was just Gojo. But the person on the phone says... No going home until you recover it. Now, like I said, his father. This could just be Gojo. Fushi seemingly has already moved into Jitsu High. He had his room set up before Itadori, and they're calling that home. But how much fun would it be if it turned out that he was like 
the son of some shitbird of a dad that was trying to get some cursed energy himself. To, he, his was, dad wanted yeah, to eat the Fushi finger. Fushi was working secretly. He went to learn from Gojo, one of the Whoa. strongest sorcerers. That's a decent theory. All right. No, I, I like that, though. Thank you. So you're saying Fushi's dad is going to be the main villain of the story. It's just something along those lines. Obviously, Gojo shows up to help out with Sukuna at the end of episode one or beginning of episode two. The end and beginning of those episodes are kind of mixed into my mind. Okay, you want to hear my theory now? And, you know, it probably was just Gojo, but also why would Gojo have said no coming home until you retrieve it if he was already in the town ready to help out if needed? Eh? It's a good theory. I enjoy that. I also let me. Fit, I also was going to try and say why would they have a first year who apparently had not even started the official school year, going on solo missions to track down dangerous curses, but the way this bullshit school is I was, around, I was about to say I'm not surprised at all that they're <laughs> yeah. like, well, before you start class, go track down on this solo mission this curse. But so well, Gojo, he already can see that. I'm sure Gojo already knows that Fushi has got a lot of knowledge, though, about all of this stuff, right? I mean, I know he's mentioned it, like, every now and then, but... He's just so much more ahead of... Every other first year mm-hmm. in Close. Right. So I just think that there's way more to his backstory, so I just did a little investigating. I know this is your guy, and I'd been kind of... I like... Dude, thank you for doing research on my guy. You want me to do research on your guy, Gojo? Yeah. Well, you have a theory? Yeah. All right, lay it on me. He, the reason he is so powerful and so good mm-hmm. is because he is a descendant of Sukuna. Ooh. All right. I like that one. Thank you. Sorry for the detour, but we are back in Brokano's Domain Mountain where Gojo ex- is explaining that spreading out a domain consumes a ton of energy, but its merits are worth the cost. One benefit is the boost to stats due to environmental factors. So that's kind of what I was talking about. Yuji understands that as buffs in video games, a rock formation flies towards Gojo, who touches it with his elbow, causing it to completely shatter. Right on the funny bone. Brokano is still pretty concerned. He thinks to himself that most sorcerers would have burned as to ash the moment they entered his domain, which, you know, that once again probably means that whatever is around is legit. It's a. Uh... So I guess even if, I guess you just have to be brought inside of it. Like there, there could theoretically be, say there's just a bystander civilian kind of near them. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't brought into the domain, he could theoretically be three feet away from them. But uh, yeah, as we see it later, you know, getting ahead of ourselves again, which we usually don't like to do, but this episode I think requires a little bit of it. They're essentially just in a bubble. Okay. So they could, somebody could be theoretically three feet away, but since they weren't brought into it, they're not going to be affected by. I think so. And okay. honestly, well, and I say that, I bet I guess you can spread out the uh, the domain as almost as much as your power allows you to, because seemingly in episode three, the entire juvie center was the domain. Like I don't think it was just right as they walked in the door, and so I don't I don't know. I'm just. The Do domains some, is one of the coolest parts of the show, and I'm intrigued to see all the different monsters. Oh version lord, of what if we get like to the end and it's like the entire time, the whole the whole were, country of Japan was Gojo's domain. <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, be lit, actually. That'd be kind of cool, but also kind of like waking up from a dream sort of deal. 
Skojo says another benefit is that the techniques in the domain are guaranteed to hit. But he says, don't worry. There are several ways to deal with it. Therefore, they are not guaranteed to hit. So why did you lie to me, Gojo? Yeah, I... I we get a, all this stuff is a little confusing. I'm glad we're going step by step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get an animation. They're trying to help spell this out for us. This is so anime. Of an old wizard and not. young witch to help explain this to us. He says, you can... T- hey, are you okay over there? Your body's like convulsing. It means that you're like... Yeah. You're trying to burp, yawn at the same time. You look very uncomfortable. Are I'm good now, yeah. Good lord. I'm fine, distra- dude. Thought you were getting ready to have a stroke, is what it looked like. No, dude, I'm totally all right. All right, you're like, you were literally. This is everything that you were doing. Okay. You were stretching, yep. burping, yawning, blinking, and baking a cake all at the same time over there. It was ridiculous. Cool it out. Speaking of cake, chill out. You got some? Yeah, I got some right here, right on my behind. Got some cake back there. <laughs> yeah. Single layer cake. I don't even know if it's that much, to be honest. (laughs) He says you can take the hit using a curse technique like he just did, but he doesn't recommend it. You can go outside of the domain, but that is usually impossible. And Brocano really interrupts this teaching session. Yeah, I don't know. Usually. This is where this part of the... It was very complex. He was basically... He was saying it's guaranteed to hit, but it's not. You can go outside, but you can't. I wonder if he's just saying, like, I wonder if all the rules that he's saying apply to everyone else but but him. That's guess, why he's saying I guess usually, so, yeah. yeah. Um, Rokano interrupts this lesson, and I think it would have been very funny, but also classy if we see him getting ready to attack. But he's like, oh, wait, wait. Gojo's teaching that kid something. Let me just wait a second. Let him finish up. Just like when he seductively touched his hand. <laughs> He doesn't, though. Instead, he says, If I neutralize that infinity of yours with a dense domain, then my techniques will reach you. And Gojo agrees as we cut back to the diner from the past episode where Brokano was requesting to be given the cursed object called Prison Realm. How's that name? That's a good name. See, it's not whatever of the Iron Mountain. Coffin of the Iron Mountain? Coffin. As we cut back to the dinner... Oh, wait... And uh, I'm not exactly sure what the point of that was because he doesn't seem to have Prison Realm. They just talked about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's like he he was like, oh, we'll, we'll get that. And then he just bounced. He's like, actually, I'm just going to go fight him on my own. <laughs> Instead, we cut back to uh, Brocano saying that he came here half in jest and that he thought he wouldn't care if he couldn't kill Gojo. But having the difference in skill thrown into his face is frustrating. We cut back to Gojo, who says the most efficient way to deal with the domain is to lay out your own, as he reaches for his blindfold, and I got butterflies in my soul. Uh, oh. I would let him... What, what did he say? What was the sentence you said before then? Uh, Something... What did he throw at him? What did he throw at him? The difference in skill, and then he oh, said Oh, like the Brocana was just talking about how... He was initially fine with coming here and dying, but him throwing like how much better Gojo was than him made him mad. Okay, like he was at least one a fair fight. Yeah, yeah, I, I would let Gojo throw anything on me. I guess didn't reach for that one. <laughs> when two domains are lo- laid out at the same time, the more refined one will dominate that space. 
Brocano launches another te- attack as Gojo has completely removed the blindfold as he whispers, Domain Expansion. This is just solely for sexiness. This is all this is for, and I'm so here for it. As we zoom in on the prettiest blue eyes the world oh, has man. ever seen, I want to dive into these eyes and backstroke my way around these blue lagoons that are his irises completely naked. Oh, dude, I would love to see that. I, I want to would, would skinny dip in these eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Get up in them. Paint them up. We zoom out to see his whole face. He looks like a completely different person. He does, because if you think about it, you're like, oh, he's had these things covering like almost half of his face this entire time, because these blindfolds are huge. It's not like it's just covering just his eyeballs. Well, well, not only that, I think it's mainly because somehow his blindfold acts as if it's like hair gel, so when the blindfold is on, his hair is always like very swooped up, kind of spiky in nature, but now that he has removed it, it's swooped across his face and just like this Mm. so anime, like... Uh, uh, it's just, not so anime. He's so hot. Let's chill out with so, the so yeah. anime. <laughs> he's so hot, but you know, he's so anime. Oh my god, dude! It's just very swooped. You know, I'm trying to go for it too. I'm buying in. Yeah, and it's not working. I, you know, hate to tell you, someone, someone on the latest Ronnie's rant of the day, you know, said, "At least you have nice hair, Ronnie." At least, oh wow. <laughs> well, just because like. I had a lot of bad things going on, hence why I was ranting. Oh, did you? I didn't even watch those. Did you really? Well, it's okay. They weren't really... I definitely wasn't talking about you or anything, so it's fine that you didn't... I, I you Somebody did say that. I had like 500... Not 500. That's an exaggeration. Probably 50 DMs. Really? People were just hitting up my Discord. Like It was insane. And was it just a bunch of people saying, hey, like quit making stupid-ass videos and hold the wheel with both hands while you're driving no. it's completely unsafe uh one of them just mentioned mo's they're like good choice in mo's another one said hey uh can you please put both hands on the steering wheel because mm-hmm. i was just in an accident the other day mm-hmm. from a dumbass like you texting yep. and driving and then um, the, and then the first person who like was complimenting you their name was ben shocking second person was also ben <laughs> so and you know honestly i won't even say that he's hot I'm not even going to say Gojo's hot. He's pretty. He's like, he's too staggeringly beautiful for me to even understand in a sexual way. Let's just call, start calling him beautiful. Okay. Uh, he, you know what? I I am so tired. Mm-hmm. I am Preach. sick of I'm, people I calling when people clap. hot. I hate when people clap, but this is going to be some truth that you're about to spell. I am so sick of people calling people hot, people calling people sexy. Mm-hmm. Let's start calling each other beautiful. How about gorgeous? gorgeous? How do you feel about gorgeous? How do you feel about pretty? Yeah. How do you about feel about, how do you feel about just uh immaculatingly not sexy? How, how about staggering? Staggering just cuz I call them staggeringly beautiful. Limitless, um breathless, took my breath away. Um um Pretty lady. Your favorite. My favorite one that you ever say. When you're talking about an elegant woman, what do you call her? Oh, I love it when you say this. Come Female? on. Nope. Can you can you dig it an up? Elegant Come on. woman. Oh, I can't dig it up. Timeless. Timeless. She's yes. So timeless. timeless. Yes. That is so elegant. I, I love, love a timeless lady. I love when you say timeless. God. All right. Ladies. How do you feel about someone calling you timeless? Be honest. Let us know. It's worked out well for me whenever I've used it. 
God, we have such a great story about timeless women. He crosses his finger and says, infinite void. So then their surrounding is swallowed by a field of white and then explodes into like a galaxy landscape. I filled up something with white after seeing this. This gives Brocano a proper mind fuck. He says he can't see or feel anything, but then says no. That's what most females say when I fill up stuff with white. That says no. I can feel and see everything, but the information is never complete. That's, they can't say all that. <laughs> it just wouldn't even make sense. Shut up. You're right. Everything he, I say is an illusion. Basically, he just ate some shrooms with Chaz, and that's what's going on here. That's a great way to describe it. Whatever, Not with me, but just shrooms in general. Gojo, I'm going to start saying that. Every, anytime I see anything that's just like timeless or anything like that, I'm just going to start well, saying Well, don't overuse it. I do have one request. I love it. You know, I told you I love it, but don't overuse it. I came up with it on my own. Gojo appears behind him and grabs his volcano head. Meanwhile, he's holding Itadori like he's a lightweight puppy dog. Did you see that? I did. Ooh. Voice crack. You okay? You usually have about one an episode. Gojo says this is the inner world of Limitless. Whoa. That's... It's almost as good as Timeless. He says, perception, communications, every action involved in living is forcibly carried out an infinite number of times. He says, it's ironic, isn't it? When granted everything, you can't do anything, but just die peacefully. Now I feel like I ate shrooms. After reading that, I feel like I am tripping balls with you. He's unstoppable. That's what I'm getting from this. What were these writers on when they came up with this? Gojo says that he has a question he needs answered, though. Or, he's got question he needs answered. So he's letting Brocano off the hook. Which, of course, means he rips off his entire head. This, well, that's a good death. You think about it. And he's not dead, so shut up. Well, remember, anytime somebody's ripped to shreds or they're decapitated, that's one of the best ways to yeah, go out. if he so. died, yeah. Trust me, I am all about that. He, uh... One second, someone's trying to take a shot at me here? Let me... Someone took a shot at you? Ha! Yeah, give me a fucking break with that guy. Who? Um, Benjamin? Don't even, not even giving him the time of day. Uh, no, it's not that guy. Oh, it's, I know who it is. Can you, can you tell that guy to, uh, stay out of my DMs? Could you do that? You want me to tell that guy? Ben? Yeah, could you tell him to stay out of my DMs? I, I loved, when I saw that, I loved it. Fucking owned your ass. I owned his ass. So we Holy see- shit, someone just said, you know what, I'm sorry, sorry to stray away from this. Somebody in the Discord said that there's a... going to be a long episode, go ahead. There's a wavy door frame on the bottom left of my steroid pick. It's so fucking wrecked. Oh my what God. is that supposed to mean? It what, means, tell me what it means. It means Photoshop. Photoshop, there's no way that was Photoshop. Do means, you see that picture? Does means, it look Photoshop? That is not your body. Wavy door frame. We want to talk about this picture real quick. You know what that is? That's me floating on infinity. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. That picture's so epic. It's five years ago, guys. We all we see all this from the outside and see that it is all taking place inside of a rev- relatively small spear hovering over the lake. It shatters, and on land, Gojo stomps on Brocano's head and asks who sent him. We see Itadori, who you kind of realize at this point is more calm now than we have ever seen him. 
he's pretty amazed and is thinking that Gojo really is the strongest jiu-jitsu sorcerer. We cut like, to like he, it hasn't been proven yet. But I guess this is pretty epic. Well, this like, is like the first time he's kind of really seen before he just dodged Sukuna. Yeah. This was like next level stuff. We cut to a high up on a mountaintop where Ghetto in the cleverly named branch that was a Chad specialty are watching all of this take place. Ghetto asks Branch Ghetto asks if Branch will save him while he says he can't let people from the school see his face, so he's leaving. He tells Branch that he can save him if he wants to, but he doesn't know if their kind has such emotions. Because Ghetto is a student, right? We don't really know. Okay, that's well, that's what we're assuming. Or at least we at that's least know when, that. When he says that, I kind of yeah. Fit, or like You're at we, least know, we, know we that, at least know that they know who he is. We know that he's a human. We assume that he's got some cursed stuff going on, and if he's refined that cursed stuff, we imagine he was a student at one of these schools, but almost seems like he's turned bad. So we had some very nice people on Discord let us in on the fact that Old Branch here actually just talks backward, and therefore so do the subtitles. Mm-hmm. And don't worry, everybody. Ronnie is here to hold your hand through this. After about 35 minutes, I dissected the code, and they say, and he says, we do. We're the true humans, after all. Yep. And they jump into action. Dude, theory. Do you really think they're the true humans? What if it comes into the story? They're the real ones. I don't think so. Well, okay. But if you want that to be your theory, go for it. Back to Gojo, who is rolling Brokano's head around as he says that, that Brokano doesn't seem like the type to act like this and wonders if something good was supposed to happen if Brokano killed Gojo. Brokano refuses to tell. Gojo increases the pressure on his head and says, Tell me or I'll kill you. Of course, I'll do that either way. Baller. It's pretty hot. It's baller, but at the same time, not the best way to get the information you want. Yeah, but it's pretty hot, man. Imagine just getting a nice uh, foot full of Gojo on your head. It's beautiful. It's at this point that Itadori clues in on the fact that curses are capable of holding conversations. He says it seems so normal that he overlooked it. Just then, Branch enters the scene and lays his seed all over the place, making flowers sprout up everywhere. This is what we call beautiful right here. Which, of course, leads to the most anime scene in a relatively tame episode, because Gojo, like, uh... Can you blame him, though? Gojo and Itadori are like, oh! so pretty you can't even blame him uh no i can't blame him it is beautiful i cannot wait to see this guy's domain oh it's gonna be so epic it's gonna be beautiful as ugly and as creepy as he is he has the most beautiful and do we know it's a he there it's gonna be oh wow way to go it's gonna be beautiful call me out like that you know i did it too Yuji, on the other hand grab or so gojo slaps out of it realizing that it's a curse while yuji is grabbed by a root and thrown into the air and he using this as a distraction branch scoops up brocano's head as gojo saves itadori gojo's impressed with how branch disguised his presence and says that he is way creepier than i quote volcano head love that gojo called him volcano head He is way creepier. Just the looks of this guy is way creepier to me than Brokano. Well, he's got branches coming out of his eyes. Itadori drops to his knees, blaming himself for allowing them to escape, but Gojo, he didn't seem too bothered by it. He says he wants Yuji to get strong enough to beat that. He's glad that he brought him here. 
while Itadori mumbles that he had no clue what was going on. <laughs> Gojo says, we have your goal, let's speed up the schedule. For the next month, you'll be watching movies and fighting me. After that, he'll take on and complete several Which, harder missions. That sentence is, I hope they're harder than watching movies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope we step it up a little bit. He'll learn the basics, master them, and then show them off at the exchange event. And then this is my favorite scene of the episode. We cut back to the school where the pr- where the principal, or I suppose the manager of Jiu-Jitsu High, mm-hmm. is in a meeting with... The assistant to the manager. Yeah. Who might I say looks as if he's just been force fed a plate of his own shit and was told if he doesn't keep it down, he's going to have to do it all over again. <laughs> and I hope we get to see this fucking yeah. coward do this that. This coward looks queasy. He's Come shivering. Here, you coward. He's sweating. So basically, this was get the meeting here. that Gojo was supposed to be at. That's where they were in the, on the way to in the car. And the manager is upset that he's not there. And even though the assistant to the manager, like, unless it specifically said, hey, you got to keep up with Gojo, he really hadn't done anything wrong. But he's so beta that he's still just like, uh, I, I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, if you look up beta in the definition, this guy pops up. It's just a picture of this guy. In the definition, in the dictionary, sorry. The dictionary. Remember when that was a thing? The dictionary? That it, it wasn't like a like, like it I would wasn't, say like it wasn't a, online. You yeah. actually had a dictionary. Holy you actually yeah. had to look up words in a fucking book. Crazy. Ghetto re- Ghetto returns to his like third floor apartment. <laughs> this curse stuff is not a very lucrative business, I suppose. But hold on a second. He walks through the door and appears on a beautiful beach where he sees red ghost squid taking a dip. <laughs> and fuck yeah. This is my character right here. You were excited about the panda, most basic bitch take out there. No, I've been, it's not. I've been waiting for this. This right here was the person I was most intrigued by in the OP. Let's get to know this awesome character. They're flipping through a novel, and they ask Ghetto how Jogo is doing. Ghetto says he's on death's door, but Hanami stepped in. So Branch's name okay, is Hanami. Branch's name is Hanami. So he'll probably be fine. Just then, the two of them walk through the door. The person that we can see has a bunch of marks on their face. I, are these like stitches or something? My it, new awesome It looks character? like stitches, okay. yeah. Um, it looks like a doll. Stitches on a doll. It's like, yeah, stitches, scars, something like that. They say they're glad to see Jogo is safe. And Ghetto tells him that he's lucky and goes on to say that they will be that they will go about sealing Gojo at the appropriate time, in the appropriate place, once they've secured their advantage over him. Okay. He says they'll carry it out on October 31st in Shibuya. It's very specific. Yeah. It's like, we don't uh, even know what day it is right now, but I don't think October they celebrate 31st? Halloween, but are they, you know, is this going to be spooky? Well, Halloween it's be for spooky. us Americans on October 31st. He then asked the person reading their book, he then asked the person reading their book, "Good enough, Mahito." And this Mahito, that's my character's name. Mahito, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. See, much cooler than Panda. No, not much cooler at all. But he is named after an alcoholic beverage, and I really dig it. Surprised you like it, since you only drink milk and water. But I respect that you like. Well, it. Well, it's spelt different, and uh, slightly, but it's, it's still pronounced different. the same. Do you know it's a guy? 
Mahito closes their book and says, No objections here, let's be cunning about this. Like curses should. Like humans should. And then... Lost in paradise. Also, the reason I know it's a dude is because uh, it would be Mojita if it was a chick. This is the Espanol way of genderfying people. Do they do, they do that mm-hmm. in Japan? No, this is the Spanish way. But <laughs> interesting that they. Uh... Well, in his domain, they're in Mexico. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I'll ride with it until we're wrong. Uh, Post credit scene: Ghetto and Mahito. You think it's Mahito or Mahito? <laughs> Mahito. Mahito are doing some Brazilian calisthenics to warm up for a game of soccer using Jogo's head. And may I say, this beach is just lovely. Very yeah. secluded. It's just them. I would be a bad guy just to hang out here. Yeah, and I love how they were so excited for him to be back just so they could do this. Mahito performs a stellar bicycle kick, scoring a goal past Hanami. And with such a strong performance out there on the beach pitch... We can assume that Mahito is not to be messed with. You know, the, if you can do a bicycle mm-hmm. kick in a little game of soccer, you know you got some serious cursed energy. And up. score on branch at the same time. I mean, could probably kill 57 pandas with the snap of a finger. If they well, not to. pandas, because panda... That's, that's my take. That's the end of the episode. End of the episode. So, uh, we didn't really get a whole lot of questions this week. We might save the few that we got for next round. And do you have anything else to say? No. All right. Can't wait for your episode coming up next. Coming up next time. You can follow us at Podcast Chronic on Twitter. Join the Discord. The link's in the description below. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on the podcast. Thumbs us up on YouTube. Leave a review. Yeah. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chazzy. Peace. Peace. Peace.